everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony. I'm here with my co-host. I am Daddy Bear Eric. And yes, our kind of permanent fill-in at this point. I love it. Yes, Bryn Mac is back. Hey, hey, everybody. What's up? Yay. I'm here. I'm talking so loud. Are you? Let's make sure your mic's working. Go ahead, talk. I'm talking very loud. Look at how thing. little your voice I is know. so tiny. It's not. <laughs> your voice is so tiny, bro. I'm only small. I'm a very small person. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are here for another a week, and it's just the fams. No, no guests. I know. No, no surprises. It's nice. I like yeah. that. We have a lot to catch up on. We've been pretty busy. There's yeah. a lot going on in the news that we haven't even talked about. Yeah. So it's going to be really, really fun. What did? Where have you been up to, Eric? Um, Anything exciting? Yeah, I've I went out in TJ last weekend. I was out till five a.m. in the morning. Where'd you go, Latina? Uh, I went to Latinos. <laughs> yes, I did go there. You're like splitting your time up in TJ. I am, like, yeah. Are you yeah. living there officially yet? No, 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 no. But um, I mean, I, I actually haven't told you guys, but no. I'm kind of considering, I'm actually starting to look at properties. Very oh. like early stages of like, what would it look, what would it be like if I lived there? Like full time And bought a real? place there, yes. What would it look like? Oh. Uh, well, it would be in like an ultra luxury tower yeah and um yeah i would want to i've like there's a neighborhood that i really like which is called cacho okay and they call it like the condesa so condesa is in mexico city which is like the very hipster area um so they call yeah. it like the condesa of tj and there's a lot of cute little restaurants and brunch places yeah why does your mic still seem like i don't know wait keep talking bryn okay i there I, you are. Okay, I feel like I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem. No, there you are. Now I can hear okay. you. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm losing my hearing. I'm Maybe. getting old, you guys. It is a Thursday. So. I, it is a Thursday. So Bryn and I actually um, went to go see a band this Forget week. Forget about what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, continue your Okay, story. so, yeah. So <laughs> Thank you, Bryn. I went to Latinos. I was so <laughs> I went to... My other favorite place, which is Baroque, which is kind of like a fun number one. Yeah. Like, well, number one's fun too, but like, it's just way like, to call out number no, one. No, no, You're no, like, no. I meant in number my one's head, okay. It was like TJ's <laughs> version of number one, is what I okay, meant got in it. my head. Yeah. And then, oh, I also went to the uh, Caesar's restaurant where the original Caesar salad was invented. No. And, I love and that. ordered that table side, and they make it right in front of you. And the little what park. is the restaurant called? It's called Caesar's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay then. Yeah. <laughs> I will never forget God. If there if there's a book where they talk about it. It's not The Old Man in the Sea and I think it's like Catcher in the Rye. Uh, yeah, I was catching the rye. <laughs> catching all that fucking rye. rye. Um <laughs> it it where they talk about like the experience of creating it and being in that restaurant and yeah. like seeing it and having it so authentic. That's so cool. Yeah, it was an American who lived in San Diego who yeah. opened an Italian restaurant in TJ and then he apparently he ran out of ingredients so he like threw all these things together and invented the Caesar salad and it became okay. really well known and then like Hollywood celebrities would go down to TJ and like they've had like lots of famous people go there and, and so order cool. it. So, so, wait, what was <laughs> blowing my mind? What is in the original Caesar salad? Just romaine lettuce, yeah. Caesar dressing. Do they put anchovies in this? They do, yeah. but they said that anchovies were actually added later. The original version oh, didn't okay. have it. Yeah, interesting. And parmesan? And do you add chicken or shrimp? No, or? no. It's just a. Uh, it doesn't taste like amazing. It's a starter salad. Okay. No, it just tastes like a very traditional. Okay. Caesar salad. You know who has the best Caesar salad, in my opinion, in San Ooh. Diego? Inside Out. Ooh. Oh, really? Yes, they okay. do. I've never I had it. love yeah. their Caesar salad. And I heard that the chef actually uses lemons, but he marinates the lemons for two days, and that's what gives it its taste. That actually well, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you, I love tossing Caesar salad. Oh! <laughs> 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 She brought a joke because because my boyfriend's his name is Caesar, <laughs> and you toss his salad regularly. I do. Yes. Please tell me there's no croutons. <laughs> no croutons. No croutons. Please. That would be the worst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Has that ever happened? What? When you're eating out ass, 
You're like you found a wait, crouton? No. <laughs> like you're getting ready and you're just like even this far away and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Clean it up. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. Here's mm-hmm. a baby wipe. Go I bet you that happens a lot more with straight guys. Oh, than it does. oh straight guys are pigs. Yeah. yeah. They're the yeah, worst. No they worst. refuse no to take care of themselves. No. So refuse. you went to Caesar's, had an original Caesar salad, then yeah. went home and tossed some Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make that joke the whole yeah. episode, everybody. No. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe that's the first time you've made that joke. Uh, I even know. Yeah. I know. She's behind the game. So Bryn and I actually went and saw a band, like I was saying earlier. So <laughs> one of this it's I discovered this band on TikTok, TikTok actually. Yeah. And then started following them. And um they're sub radio. So we went and saw them at um House of Blues here in San Diego in the Voodoo Room. They put on a killer show. So good. Yeah. And we got to hang out with the band afterwards. That is so cool. Yeah. And they were literally all children. They were <laughs> actual children with it, musical instruments. Yeah, <laughs> but they're a band from DC, and they've all known each other and been in a band since junior high. Wow, and they're well into their twenties. Um, but I love that the lead singer at the at the concert on um, Tuesday night went into talking about being bisexual. Oh, for Pride cool. Month, yeah. which I did. I was like, one of them has to be. I, I actually has to asked be family. you beforehand. Yeah. yeah, and we were saying, statistically speaking, there's so many of them in the yeah. band. Like, yeah, there has to be one. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. And there was. And they're also. I mean, I watched the videos with you. They're very stylish and yes. like very modern. Like, there's got to be a gay in there yeah. somewhere. And their music is um, indie pop. What is yeah. it? A sing- <laughs> what, what is it called? Synth. Synthetic, yeah, no. like synth, it's not synth pop, it's, it's kind of, it is kind of, it's indie. like synth. it's very indie pop and it reminds yep. me of like the early 90s and it's very like happy, upbeat, makes you want to dance, uh, yep. yeah. But they put on a killer show, it was so good, it was so good. But speaking of bisexuality, rude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a your transitions are just like, like real punchy yeah, tonight. I know. <laughs> oh, and it's not even late; it's just a Thursday night. But we were having this conversation, Bryn, while we were at the concert because he brought yes. up being bisexual, and I was like, Bryn, you need to talk more about this on the show. Yeah, I, yeah, I do, <laughs> and I'll do it now. Now, so right um, now, right now, if you didn't get my get my hands <laughs> so i am bisexual and i think you know you guys have obviously talking about pride a lot and eric's gonna talk later yeah. um i you know i've struggled to find my place in the community being bisexual um when i was talking to tony about it i referenced within the gay community within the gay community or sorry. any community yeah, or any the, community the all the community. communities yeah, are like you're yeah, not one of us get out yeah um, and I was because ta- I was speaking to Tony about this like one very impactful moment before I had come out mm-hmm. when I was watching Sex in the City. Mm. Oh, that's right. And I'm sure yeah. if you're bisexual, um, you and you are a hundred years old like me, then you will remember this. There was an episode of Sex in the City where Sarah Jessica Parker was dating a bisexual guy. Oh, I remember. Yes, she, I remember this. She calls it gross, and then. Well, Sex in the City is kind of gross. It was no. problematic. It was problematic. So problematic. <laughs> and then she says this thing when they're talking and they're like, you know, bisexuality isn't a thing. It's just a stop on the train to gay town. And it was like really as a bisexual person in that moment who hadn't come out yet, I'm like, yeah. uh, this is how people feel. And I was like, okay, that's right. So if I'm not totally gay, then I shouldn't then I shouldn't be this way. And it was very isolating. And it was such a mainstream show that everyone loved that I loved. And it was like so reductive. And yeah, that was really impactful to me. And I do know you want it... me to cyber bully her. Yes, I will. <laughs> Can we please get, no, cyber get, bully Carrie Bradshaw? Get, get Kim Cattrall on it. I know. Um, God, she was fine with it in the series because she had a lesbian lover for yeah, a while. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Do you remember that? The Spanish artist? Yes. Who would squirt in her face? <laughs> do you remember that episode? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, God. What was her name? But it also Maria. brought up, um, it was Maria. Yeah. It, I saw this TikTok where it was a bisexual guy and how he said 
when it comes to pride or even in any community, being bisexual means you're invisible. Yeah. Like you get no, like people don't yeah. take it seriously. They're like, no, choose one or the choose other. Choose one or the other. And then people also think that if you're bisexual, if you're in a relationship with someone of one sex, then that means that you're just that. So if you're in a relationship with a guy, it's like, well, you're just straight then. Or that you're a whore. Or that you're slutty. People yeah. in there are like, oh, it's so selfish. And I think they say that in Sex and the City, too. They're yeah. like, it's so selfish. Pick a side. And it's like, it's really re- reductive to your feelings. And it really makes you feel like you can't go to any corner or any side. And I know that more and more people are coming out as bisexual. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming more and more in that. But like, especially when I was younger, I really felt like I couldn't explore that or be open with that. And I had an experience recently. Oh, yes, he did. After my divorce, I was talking to a friend of mine and she had a woman that she wanted to set me up with. And she said, oh, I think that you guys would really get along. And we have this brunch that we all go to. It's like a queer brunch. And she's like, but if you go, don't say you're bi. Just say you're queer. Was the girl that was inviting you, was she She's a lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a lesbian. And she's like, you can't come if you're not queer and like don't say you're bi because then they won't take it seriously like they're shame just on saying. her and I, should know I just remember yeah. like feeling like so ashamed of myself and i was like okay well that so, and Ugh. especially like coming off of a marriage with a man i'm yeah. like coming back into the community and stuff so she and, pretty much was saying if you're bisexual you're not welcome to this queer yes and brunch and a girl is not going to want to date you like you're not if you does she a realize woman, like LGBT? Yeah, yeah. But it is like hard finding yeah. your place. Not that it's not hard for everyone, but it is hard when you feel like no matter what you do, you're hiding half or a part or th- or thirty or fifty or sixty five percent, whatever, whatever you percentage, feel, yeah, whatever percentage of, is in that bucket. Like yeah. you feel like you have to hide it. So I mean, and I. I made this meme and I texted Tony and I was like, I'm not, I don't think I'm gay enough to post this. Um, would you remember? I yes, I do. And my thing was like, wait, wait, why do you think you're not gay enough? It's just in the back. It's just ingrained in me. Wow. I was like, I don't think I'm gay enough. Like I, you know, I feel like I'm constantly having to like prove, prove my LGBTQIA How is it? How card. do you, do you find it a little easier now being bi now that gay's been, I don't want to say it's trendy, but it's way more seems acceptable. I, I do feel like there's a lot more visibility now. Yeah. I feel like the preconception that you're doing it for attention That's what I will mean. always yeah. be there. Yeah. Always. And yeah. people, you'll constantly have to prove yourself. So, you know, if you're like a bisexual woman, you know, other women are like, oh, it's just a phase and you're just whatever, you know. Yeah. And then men are like, oh, you're doing this to get my attention and Ugh. this is a challenge. Mm. But so. there's a lot of bisexual men out there exactly. now. Yeah. They're all over Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's true. But like if, you, if you're bisexual, like I, I struggle with imposter syndrome with it a lot. So, mm. you know, you, you're gay. You're allowed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the spectrum. You're, you're on the spectrum. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. But how do you feel going into Pride? Do you feel like Pride, like it? You're part of that whole like Pride Month. I don't. I don't. I, I I've always been curious about this yeah. because it's very Pride. Always seems you never hear about. Like any, you hear about trans, Mm -hmm. you hear about pansexual now, you hear about especially lesbian, gay, but not the B within LGBT. There's no specific. Do you know what? Does that make sense? Yes. No, a hundred percent makes sense, and I'm sure that there are organizations out there, and I'm I'm sure. sure, um, And we're just doing not a good job providing you information. (laughs) It's just me on my own. Yeah. Uh, So we're horrible. Don't go by me. Um, but I do think that it is like you think, especially for someone like me who's yeah. like um, cis and, you know, it's like you want to give the floor and the space to people who have really struggled more. Not that I haven't struggled. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it it's always you know, a thing where you're like, you don't want to take up space because you don't feel like you should. Do you think within the queer community that is a case? Like, it feels kind of like yeah. person. I'm just talking about your Personally, personal experience. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, I can tell you what the experiences that I've had. Like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I had like another 
gay woman tell me like pretend to be something that you're not because you won't be accepted wow um yeah so i would have came in like <laughs> boom yeah boom yeah guess what i would have worn my like your i'm gonna your, make out with every guy and girl in here, here. tonight I, I got no boundary no i'm yeah. kidding <laughs> But it is Pride Month, so you know yeah. if you have bisexual friends, include them. Yes, bring them to Pride because it is for them too, Thank not you. just yes. for the lesbians, the gays, the transsexuals, and allies, and yeah. all the other letters in the alphabet. Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. And since it's Pride Month, you have yeah. You so talk about Pride I actually month? did a little bit of homework this oh, week. Oh, she did homework. Look, I she did. came prepared. Um, and I came across this Ooh. article that yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was Shut up. <laughs> explaining the history of the pride flag. And oh. I actually had no idea why it's a pride flag, why it's rainbow and like where it came from and how the, long it's the been original. Around. The original, pride, yeah. yes. Because it's changed over the years yeah. to include um, representation for people of color, representation for the trans community. Yep. So which is great. I love yes. that it's all included. But the original pride yes. flag. So it started in the seventies. And before we had the rainbow flag, the only identifier that we had was the upside down pink triangle, which came from a very dark place. Can I tell you a story about that? Sure. Go ahead. So I grew up Jehovah Witness. And Jehovah Witnesses, when it was because the upside down pink triangle goes back to um, Nazi yes. and the concentration camps, and yep. that's how they were identified. 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 Mm-hmm. At the yeah. same time, Jehovah Witnesses, they were in the Nazi concentration camps, and theirs was a purple, I want to say a purple star. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. And I, I remember I remember thinking when I was younger, oh, were they friends with the ones with the purple triangle? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that just wow. reminded me of that. Yeah. 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 So there so there wasn't anything, you know, before that time period. So in nineteen seventy-eight, a man by the name of Gilbert Baker um saw this building with a whole bunch of flags. I think it was like a civic center building. So they were like state flags and, you know, everything. Yeah. And then like had the idea like, oh, maybe there should be a flag for the gay community. And so just kind of had it in the back of his head. And he went out dancing the next week and was like spinning around and saw all these colors and lights whirling so around. So he, he was on E. <laughs> yeah. and, no, it would have been LSD. Yeah, he LSD. was having a trip. Maybe. Quailids. Yeah. And, and then had the idea of like, that's it. It's a rainbow flag. That yeah, a, also such a gay origin story. I, I love it. Oh, <laughs> so the yeah. gay, the gay, our pride flag originated from an LSD trip. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, so he went home <laughs> and he went and created it. And this is suck a part, on that Betsy Ross. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a part I didn't actually know. So there's originally eight colors in the design. Oh, okay. Pink stands for sexuality. Red stands for life. Orange stands for healing. Yellow stands for the sun, green stands for nature, turquoise for art, indigo for harmony, and violet for the soul. Wow. I know. Isn't okay. that cool? That yeah. So how cool. did I wonder how he came up with the oh, red's gonna be life. Yeah, right. I don't right? know. It's blood. Probably blood. So yeah. you said pink represents sexuality, mm-hmm. right? So this year, you know how Pride in LA just happened. Yeah. Like literally last weekend. And the big headline was Miss Christina Aguilera. I know. So get this. So she had a very provocative performance with Kim Patras where she, uh, if you guys have not seen this, you can go on YouTube and see, watch the whole performances. But she wore a like male armor bodysuit and had a big strap strap on, sparkly green and crystalled strap on dick on stage. Yeah. And performed with, um, Kim Patras, it's it. the whole performance is great. She brought out um, Maya to do She's Moulin amazing. Rouge, and then Paris DJed and sang her song. Paris oh, Hilton. right, yeah, yeah. And so it was. And the thing, like I was telling you guys, because I watched the whole thing online, which you can do. Um, Christina Aguilera looked like she was having the time of her life, and her. <sighs> Outfits. She looked like a drag queen for one, I which it. I love that she went yeah. like balls to the walls. But I was reading an article. Uh, it was actually part of the review that was in Out Magazine. They had mentioned that in the last couple years, there has been petitions for Pride to be sanitized and take away the sexuality of Pride yep. to appeal to a more of a 
family family friendly or, yes wow. which i now that when you brought up the pink and the represent sexuality and then this year they went full for it. Christina Aguilar was like, "Fuck that, we're gonna." Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I don't. What do you think about that? Do you think Pride should be sanitized? I think in, do something separate, like for families that want to bring their gay kids. day. Yeah. yeah, and then but the rest of it, like you need your sexuality, and so much about that is like how repressed it used yes. to be, and how you like you could not like do any of it. You couldn't hold hands, and like that's so much a part of the gay community is being able to express yourself sexually yeah. because you weren't allowed to do it, like even in your own fucking home. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was Ill- in in the U.S. at at a point in time, it was illegal. Yes. <laughs> you could have been in jail for it. Yes. So I, I agree with you, Bryn. I think that people's sexuality is really part of pride because it's taking pride in your sexuality and, you know, putting it out there. And I don't think it should be sanitized. I, I agree. There should be a separate event for yep. families. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Go to Disneyland. Go to Disneyland. <laughs> On gay days. Gay days. They have <laughs> a whole go. thing for that. But I thought Christina Aguilera's performance was like uh, amazing. If you guys have not seen it, go to YouTube and watch it. It was I know. So and I saw Kim Petrosan. I'm like, I'm so sad. I, I didn't know. Go. And she looked amazing. I know. I love she looked, them both. They both looked really good. I know. But Christina Aguilera, she started out, I forget what number was first, but she had the green outfit that mm-hmm. she did with Kim. Then she came out for Moulin Rouge in this yellow with this huge feather, like showgirl back. And then she did I'm a Fighter in this red bodysuit latex. <laughs> but then she came out and sang Beautiful in yeah. a rainbow, the pride flag. Aww. And then there was, she had a huge pride flag behind her just all the way. It was so cool. The, and she got so emotional during Beautiful. Did. Yeah. The Aww. only thing that would have been better is if she brought out the guy that played Damien. In Mean Girls, she's saying you're beautiful. You did his. Oh yes, that would have been amazing. Christina, call me. I can manage your stuff. (laughs) Oh, Christina, call me. I'll turn it into a comedy special. Comedy special. Significant. Okay, so we did. The three of us did watch a movie that just came out. I know I saw yes. it in the theater, but we're going to talk about it. We, I saw, we saw Jurassic Park, the new yes. one. Jurassic Park, Do- Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, came out last Friday. I went and saw it in the theaters. I know. Brinded and Eric had a different little experience watching yeah. this I movie. About this. I actually saw my first movie in Mexico ever, and I saw it in TJ. Yeah. And it was, first of all, it was like so affordable, which is wonderful. I know. That's amazing. But it was such an interesting experience because, you know, the movie's very cheesy, right? There's yeah, these yeah. really cheesy lines, and I'm laughing at them, and like, Nobody else is laugh, and so and so Caesar looks over at me like, "Why, Why are you, you laugh? laugh? Yeah. Like you're being rude." And then there's one moment where like I realize like I'm the only one laughing, but this movie is intentionally meant to be funny, but it it's getting lost on everyone in the theater, and I'm the only one who gets these jokes. Interesting. So so, so there's the one joke where the new cast meets the old cast, yes. and yes. he goes, "Oh, Lost World." I w- I wasn't a fan of that one. And I, I like <laughs> burst into laughter, and and it's silence in the theater. Everybody like, just crickets, and they do yeah. It and I like, like this is so bizarre. This is so weird. Oh my god! So the movie came out, and this is the is it the fourth in the I franchise? Think so. I think it's the last one. So I I've seen all of them, and the first two were great. Then it kind of took a dip in the in the series. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, but they brought like the entire franchise cast. You have Chris Pratt. Um, what's her name? Bra- Bryce, Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. Yes. Um, Laura Dern. Same. Love Sam Neill looks crazy. Yeah. Sam Neill looks amazing. And he you know what I great. was thinking? Well, sorry. You can um, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Bloom. Those are from the and Beatty Wong came back. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Which I was a strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have DeWanda Wise and how do you say his name? I'm gonna mess it's it up. Mamodu Athi. Act, yes. Yeah. So he, I actually I know that him. actor from the show on Hulu called Heart Candy. Candy? Yes. 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 And he does that little yeah. um, mini episode with the character Josh. Yes. Yeah, yes you know yes, what you're talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. I love him. He's in I this think he's so good. Very conceptual, scary movie that I like where they go bulwark, 
forward and backward in time. I can't, it's not a movie. It's a, it was a TV show on Netflix actually, and it's oh. this weird, scary. Hmm. But they they brought the cast. Actor. Oh, Jeff Goldblum looked right too. Yeah, awesome. uh, it's so wonderful. So that this is my take on the film. I was going and going. I don't know if I'm going to like this because the last one I was just mm-hmm. like um, Jurassic World and all. I was just like I didn't whatever. Yeah. Right. I the thing that I appreciated with this film is they took parts of one, two, three. And we're thrown in like little pieces of yeah yes. surprises no. for you yeah. for all you are, for all the Jurassic Park fans. It was great. That's yeah. what I liked about it. I will say that I wanted more just dinosaurs. More oh my god! <laughs> this is my one complaint. I was like, I get it. It's there's dinosaurs. <laughs> I get it. Um, I wanted the whole movie with the original cast. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't Bring care. the kids back. Yeah. I just, you know what really, the thing that I didn't like about this film, well, the things I didn't like about this film. Yeah. One, it took forever to pick. It, this, it was like, come on, where's yeah. the energy? Yeah. Pick it up. Let's go. It took a while for it to go. And then the story was just kind of like, oh, okay. I think I saw this in one of the other ones. I don't remember which one, but it's, they're just, yeah. Yeah. I think the highlight was seeing Laura Dern and Samuel. Yeah, yeah, that was actually really great. Yeah, it was funny when they <clears throat> when they met up, right? And you see the new cast and the old cast, and I was like, God, back then it was so much more about acting than looks. <laughs> yeah. Like, not that they're not all attractive. Like mm-hmm. Laura Dern's beautiful, but like Sam Neill, like in the original movies, they looked like real people. Yeah, yeah. Like they weren't running around in heels. They didn't. No. Sam Neill didn't have a six pack. <laughs> no, like right. it was about the story, and it was. And I just like was like, God, can we go back to that I without know. all the CGI? You know, like I Laura know. Dern with her just like janky <laughs> claw claw clip yeah. in her hair, yeah. just like running around. Yeah, and, it was, like, so, and Sam Neill was like a dad. Bod, and yeah. he was an action star, and yeah. like that's because he was such a good actor, and that's what we needed. Um, so my only, I liked the way that they melded the two stories, though I did. I thought yeah. they did a fairly good job. I didn't feel what like were, two separate movies. Bryn, what were your highlights, and what were the parts you were like, no? God, okay. So highlights were just Sam Neill and Laura Dern being on the screen together. Yes, mm-hmm. I would agree with that one hundred. And I liked when they found um, the little girl. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was cute and they immediately took her under their wing just like they did in the first movie with the kids. And then my low light is like, okay, we get it. The stakes are high. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a, you know, a dinosaur in the air with you and then your plane crashes and then your plane crashes on ice but then the ice is thin and then yeah. you don't drown but there is a, a dinosaur. dinosaur there. Oh, yeah. and you're running through the jungle. Again, yeah. chased by dinosaurs. I, I had it. I had an it. issue to just jump in that part where they like fall into the ice. Chris Pratt falls yeah. into it and then like jumps out and like he he's not like hypothermia. He's no. able to Run like continue you. running. Yeah. And then like the next scene they show him, he's like dry all of a sudden. And I was like, wait a minute, like, he would have been dead. Continuity is not working <laughs> right here, it's, and it's just unnecessary. It like, yeah. the stake, you've got fucking killer dinosaurs. The stakes are already he, high. Yes. <laughs> like we don't need them accidentally falling off a cliff or yeah. like going in the ice or being stuck in a tree. Like mm-hmm. just, having to go under the lake and like yeah, well, yeah. exactly. Dinosaurs are already scary. <laughs> Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. Like, we what, don't need any of that other stuff. Did you guys feel like it was a very close comparison for this new company, Biosyn, to Apple and, oh, yeah. and, and how that looked like the <laughs> Apple Park and even yeah, um, the campus? The CEO, then, you know, I forget. Was, uh, when he's like, Do you have any? Do you have one of my bars? And I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> such a Steve Jobs. Like, I was yeah. like, Okay, yeah. we, we get it. Yeah. yeah it, I was like, I bet they're not very happy about this. Probably movie. not. <laughs> Probably not. What were your takeaways and your not so much takeaways? Already? You know, um, I I really liked that there was moments where it made fun of itself, yes. where you were able to laugh with it, which I thought was very smart of them and and entertaining for me. Um, th- to me, like the low part was that there was just a lot of like separate storylines that were going oh, on, yeah. and I was in the beginning, I was kind of confused, like why do I need to know all this? Yeah, because I'm not sure what I need to You're know. Like, and why what do I, I don't. care? Yeah, yeah, why do I care? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it took me a while to like, and then they 
merged them all together and it just didn't feel as like natural as it should have been but eh that's eh. fine yeah 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 i'm okay with it would you how many what were you we saying we should rate it print? oh god what were do you remember saying? were we really drunk <laughs> we were so drunk <laughs> um, we were saying like um would you let a dinosaur eat you for that? Like, would you risk getting eaten by a dinosaur? <laughs> no, it, it was not even it that, friend. <laughs> I think it was like, would you stop boning in the theater? Oh, that's exactly what to it was. Watch the not film, not in the theater, but would you? If you were watching this, would you bone or not bone? Like, would oh. this take your attention? Uh, oh, like, that's a like great... if your partner initiated boning, would you be like, no, I'm watching, I'm watching the this. Film. Or would you say, yeah, let's bone? Yeah, yeah let's bone. That was much better. <laughs> that was much better. <laughs> yeah. What would you give it out of one out of what? Five bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would give it an absolutely I'm boning. You're boning? A five. Yeah. Five yeah. we're boning. I would doggy style. So that I. We Good can... watch some of it. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably missionary and hold my phone like this so I can watch some of it. <laughs> Just the highlights. That's yeah, maybe in the middle. One headphone. Yeah, one headphone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was our little review of Jurassic Park. It's entertaining. Yeah. I, w- I will say this. I was very high for the first part of it. And then once my heart high wore off, I was like, is it time to go yet? Are we still watching <laughs> dinosaurs chasing these idiots around? Yeah. Flynn fell asleep. Did Whoa. she really? Yeah, oh, that's not good. I was wondering for the kids, is it scary for them? Because I no. feel like there's moments where... I'm training her because I want her 11 years old watching horror movies with me. Oh, right. So I'm, you know, frog and watering her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she said she didn't think it was too scary, and then she fell asleep, so. Yeah, yeah well, apparently it wasn't. Not at all, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the new Barbie movie. Oh. Because I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. Yeah. There was something else we were going to do we talked about earlier, yeah. now I can't remember. The alcohol. The, uh, yeah, memory. we'll be right back here, <laughs> Oh, on our little break, enjoy the video of oh, Sub yeah, Radio. Sub-radio. We took video of the concert. Yeah. It's a little highlight reel. So go, you guys, watch us during the break if you're on YouTube and you'll see the little video of Sub Radio. We'll be right back. In the world of male sexual health, Getting an erection isn't always the problem, but instead premature ejaculation may be the issue. The great news is, him says that covered with either a spray, a pill or both. Formulated with lidocaine, the spray works by altering the sensitivity to the sprayed area without overly numbing. Unlike other topical products, it's absorbed by the skin without transferring to your partner. Spray to the most sensitive areas of your penis 5 to 10 minutes before game time. This spray absorbs quickly and stays local to the applied area, rather than numbing the sensation of your entire penis. Studies have shown men can last 64% longer when using the spray. HIMSS offers men access to high-quality medical products for issues all men face, but rarely take care of, and HIMSS is a trusted destination for sound medical guidance with both prescription and non-prescription solutions. Sex should be fun for all, Hims helps you enjoy this pleasure longer with a quick and easy spritz. Try Hims today. Go to whoinvitedher.net slash HIMS, that's HIMS. Hims is a one-stop shop for sexual wellness, hair loss and skin care for men. They can connect you to FDA-approved treatments backed by science. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate, all from the comfort of your own home. See website for full details and safety information. That's who invited her.net slash HIMS. Hey everybody, we are back from break. Do you like how I'm showing arm today? Yeah. Exactly. It you was have, hot. You have shoulders. Look at, for all of our, our, our listeners who are watching us on YouTube, <laughs> look at this mean old farmer's tan. Can you see it? On the, I got to get rid of that before our yeah. trip. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> the, the, the exotic people of Croatia will really judge. They're going to be like, look at that in your, your feet. They look like chimp's feet because it's all black. <laughs> and then my feet feet are white because I wear shoes. So you know like little chimpanzees like George 
curious I'm George. Yeah. yeah. I'm only going to post photos of it. I'm going to go on a trip. <laughs> bitch. I'm just going to post photos you of your feet. Only fans. <laughs> oh, there's going to be. I'm sure somebody's into that. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I have very weird toes, which is. Are they webbed? Spread they're almost really webbed. far. They're almost webbed. Wait. They're very spread apart. Like, look how oh. far you can yeah. spread them. Um. So I feel like I'm like an inch away from them. Do being you guys? Webbed. Is anybody? Are you? Do you have a foot fetish when it comes to sex? No, I like ASMR. You do? Oh my is god! Is that why you it. talk like that? Yes. Vocal fry. That's why I do vocal uh, fry. Yes. So this uh, the bartender at um, <laughs> <laughs> no wait no this is part of ASMR you'll get this print so there the bartender at House of Blues on oh. on Tuesday when we went to see Sub Radio she had the coolest nails and she kept tapping the screen to do the cards and Brim was like you need to start an ASMR <laughs> oh, what is it ASMR a- channel and then she started doing it and me and Brim were like. <gasps> <sighs> She got a kick out of it. Too, How do they sorry. not get ruined being a bartender? I don't like know. they looked so great, long. and she sounded just like Alexis from Shit's Creek. And her name was Barbie. Yeah, uh, her name Barbie was Barbie from House of Lucy. Wow. Hi, <laughs> we remember you. Yes, wow. we do. <laughs> well, speaking of Barbie, don't we have a new one? Yes, out? you got. <laughs> they look at look, look at me you. transitioning the show. <laughs> Learn your learn yeah. learn your place. That is my job. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, if you guys have been living under the rock, it's been the, all over. The social internet media is blowing up like about it. Uh, yeah, and I want to get your guys' take on this. So Ryan Goslinger was just like pictures of him as Ken from the new Barbie film that's going to be coming out, directed by Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. Yeah, yeah, Gerwig. If you don't know, she she directed Lady Bird, the new um, oh. Little Women, which was. Fantastic. She's also an amazing actress and yeah. a longtime crush of mine from her movies. And she did the um, Francis Ha. That Francis Ha. Lo- oh, and, oh, yeah. I love Lola. that film. Have you guys seen Lola Versus? Yes. That is one yeah, of my right? favorite It's movies. so good. It's She's so an good. amazing filmmaker and director. Hmm, All yeah. of her stuff has some weird twists. I love her. And it's very about relationship and yes. people. So she's going to be the director what of the new Barbie pairing with what Barbie. pairing. Yeah, and... Yes. Um, Ra- um, Margot Robbie is playing Barbie. Well, perfect. It's casting. just perfect. Okay. But so the pictures came out. Came out. Came out. Came out. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, who's playing Ken, and he has the bleached hair, the stonewashed denim, cut off jacket, and his body looks ridiculous. His and he's body ten- does he look It is like he's- I when I first saw it, I was like, "Is that an ad for like LA Pride gay? What's good? <laughs> I don't know what was going." on. Right? Yeah. Like, he yeah. he doesn't even look like him. No. He looks like man. an orange version of him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like a jacked Oompa Loompa. Yeah. So the movie will be coming out July 1st, 2023. Oh, but okay. did you guys know that f- the movie was first going to be put out by Sony like a couple years ago? Hmm. And I guess they didn't like the way it was going to be done. So they never gave it the green light. And now, mm-hmm. forget the studio that's doing it oh it was originally gonna have Anne Hathaway and Amy Schumer in it I don't know that's what that just said yeah Amy Schumer Anne Hathaway and Amy Schumer circling the lead role they either of them for Barbie Huh. Oh, okay. What do you think of that if one of um, I would like to see an Amy Schumer Barbie yeah I would too I think think it would be be funny although although for both of them I've seen them both in really great things and both not so great things too so yeah so the movie's gonna be done by Warner Brother and it comes out um, what's it called 2023 we have to wait that whole time I'm really curious to see what the take is gonna be can I say something what yeah how old is Ryan Gosling he shall we find out yeah I don't want this to sound ageist but why you don't think he he's old enough, enough to play Ken? Young enough to play yeah. Ken. And also, I mean, guess like, how old he is? He's like forty. Forty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's even an article <laughs> wondering if they'd ever <laughs> let a forty-one-year-old play Barbie. Well, no, because they would never let a forty-one-year-old actress. How old is Marty Barbie? Uh, she's like in her twenties. No, no, thirties. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, I like that. She's in her 30s. Okay. How old is Ryan Gosling? 
I just think 41, like yeah. it is true. Like they would not let a forty-one-year-old woman play that part. And I am thinking, really is. But Barbie, how old is Barbie supposed to be? Eighteen. Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, can, is Barbie still problematic? Like yeah, for it sure. is, for right? Real. It's yeah. still yeah. like. It's still about and like, maybe that's what the movie's going to address. Yes, me. I just don't know why we're still trying to make Barbie happen. Yeah, I get it's nostalgia, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping because Greta Gerwig is directing it that it turns into something good. I just think like maybe our talents could be put. Why don't you like elsewhere. Barbie? Why do you hate her so much? What'd she do to you? <laughs> what didn't Barbie I know? I want Barbie due to the female um, population. Yeah, my and body image and like make me and, think that I should be a yeah. scientist while also being able to bake 24 cookies perfectly. Yeah. You know, and, and you need the dream house and you need the dream car and you need, and you need the dream boyfriend, boyfriend like who's yeah. obviously gay. My yeah. mom um, never bought me Barbies. Why? Um, they're expensive. Oh. Yeah, I'm one of my five. sister did also have Barbie. She wasn't into that. Also, yeah. can we mention that like the proportions of her body size are not actual like not feasible, feasible no. human, no. normal proportions? Without Weren't they surgery? supposed to update her body portions, but that never really took? Oh my god, have you seen it? It's like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought. It was like barely anything. <laughs> and then they also have like her plus size friend who is just a normal sized person. But <laughs> normal sized person. Wow. Like, but since we're since we're talking about Ro- uh, Margot Robbie, who is playing Barbie, did yeah. you see that Lady Gaga is going to be playing Harley Quinn in the upcoming um, new what is it? Uh, Joker two sequel. Yeah. yeah. And I heard it's a musical. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I love it. I can't wait. You know me in a musical. I love it. I just love when things seem like they're going to be camp so that you really lean into the full camp. Yeah. But the first Joker was very dark. Very dark, but still camp. Like yeah. with the dancing and the, oh, that's true you on know, the, the stairs, makeup. Yeah. Never saw and them. like, oh, oh it's very God. dark. <laughs> but I think it'll be interesting. Lady Gaga as we all have found out, she's a great actress. She's yes. good on screen. Mm. What was that? <laughs> House of Gucci. <laughs> Eric, what, what was that? Uh, you don't think she's a good actress? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if she's a great actress. I, I did. Did I say great yeah. or good? I mean, passable. I, passable. I saw American Horror Story parts of I it. And it was. It. it was okay. But that was like her first acting major gig. Yeah. What did you think of her in Stars Born? I never saw it. I never it. saw it. Never My saw it. God, people. I don't know her. What I do you am, have, I, lives that you don't watch movies no, unlike me? Because, listen, I have committed to three A Star is Borns before yes, this. Yes, there's three. I have committed to three. Of I them. committed to four. So. I will not do another one. <laughs> Barbara or G- Judy? Uh, well, uh, Judy. Really? Yes. I kind okay. of love Judy. Yeah, her Judy tortured was, life. Barbara was good, too, though. Barbara was amazing. She's Barbara. Yeah. But... <laughs> Judy Garland, I you know her life. You've is never torture. seen that. No, no, never mind. Never seen <laughs> any. None of them. Of no. Why but yeah, she him? is yeah. um, going to be playing Harley Quinn in the new Joker sequel, which I'm excited for, especially since they're turning it into a musical. Because the first one, Joaquin Phoenix won the Oscar for. Yeah. Oh so, wow. Yeah. It'll be interesting to say the least. That's Can what I, I think. What? Bring up something that we have not discussed at all, but I just thought of, and I would like what? to just talk about. Yeah, that Australian newspaper that outed Rebel Wilson. I was gonna talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Bring it up. Go ahead. So I was thinking about blonde actresses, and um, I was like thinking about Rebel Wilson and that uh, newspaper that tried to out her, and then wrote a whole article about how they're pissed off about how she didn't let her out them. Yeah. And yeah. then they were like, homophobia doesn't exist anymore. She's being stupid. Whatever. Oh, wow. It was real. They were like, brutal. in this day and age, being gay doesn't do anything. And you're like, But wow. you're gonna you're getting ready to out her and you're pissed because you didn't do it. Yeah. So obviously it's a thing. Yeah, I'm it like, sells articles. Uh, so And don't fucking tell people what is meaningful to them in yeah. their lives. Yeah. Like Fuck this you. is such a huge thing. Like, oh homophobia doesn't exist. Uh, I beg to fucking differ. I know it exists. <laughs> like what? Yeah. There's a bunch of street people who She would that make article. a good Barbie. Oh, she would. That would actually would that would Barbie. be a Barbie movie I'd want to she... see with oh, Robert yeah. Wilson. 
That would be yeah, funny. Be yeah. yeah. Did you watch the Netflix? Um... Oh, her prom one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was funny. How was that? It was cute. Yeah. Very predictable. She can't act. But it was she, cute. She's funny. <laughs> um, I just think it's so gnarly that yeah. they would like think, oh, we're going to out her as like, a, we're going to out her. And then she was like, takes it. And then they're like, oh, well, then we're going to let the whole world know what a bitch she is. And it's like. And it backfired on them. Big is there time. Anyone in the room? Because also too, they did a rebuttal, apologizing once they started getting the backlash. Wow. I just think it's. We have a good friend yeah. who told us that she does not believe that homophobia exists anymore in and we middle had school or high school, and we had to say no. It does very yes. much alive. Yeah. Just because you think someone should be comfortable with something doesn't mean. Do you think that viewpoint comes from 90% of straight people? <laughs> yeah, that viewpoint, but not actually. Yeah. Like so many straight people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or just people that are in a position, because I know at this newspaper, there were gay men. Yeah. And I think it's just people who like have had probably a good coming out experience oh, and maybe. are comfortable yeah. in their lives. And like people are always just centering themselves. Yeah. So it's nothing to them. And then they were so mean. They were like, she was always flaunting her boyfriend. So we thought it was like fine because she was putting her boyfriend all over That's social another, media. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, what? Wow. But just like in this day and age, like, could you imagine, like, you have not done your friends or family, like, you're probably still dealing with it yourself. You're like, I thought I was straight my whole life, yeah. and now I'm gay. And then yeah. a newspaper calls you up, and they're like, we're telling the world you're gay in two days. Wow. I would have been like, you know what? Um, that's great. Hold on one minute. <laughs> we're literally both yeah, there while I was she, on the phone with them. Yeah, and that's what she did. Yeah, she yeah. good for her. Too, but it's Fuck also that. like, that sucks that that narrative yeah. got taken away but from it's her, like, all like all social media people have an opinion about everything, everything. and they want to yeah. tell you yes no maybe so but also it's just like is no one there thinking at, at all i know what you mean was nobody in the room going you guys this is a bad i don't idea. think this is a good idea this is bad <laughs> this is bad we probably shouldn't out her. it is 2022 well, and also, like, even afterwards, like, when she wrote it, they were all just so pissed about it. Oh, it was a bunch of like, catty we're... gays, probably. It, well, and then someone's not like, hey. <laughs> Kidding. Well, was someone not like, hey, we kind of dodged a bullet that she didn't tell everyone that we were going to out her? Yeah. Because what we did was bad. bad. So maybe let's not be the ones to tell the world this terrible thing we did. <laughs> so let, us tell, let us write an article about this very shitty thing we did. Like, Let, let's out like, ourselves. Like, yeah, exactly. for Pride Month, really did for being <laughs> shitty people. So wild. <laughs> Australia is like a different planet, yeah, though. Yeah, and you know that one person said, "But we're Australia." And they were like, "Okay, <laughs> run it." No, I'm kidding. There was I'm one kidding. gay person in the room, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, she's mm. a bitch." And they're like, "We got it." <laughs> they're like, "I hate it. I hate it." Um, pitch perfect. Yeah, run, run it. to print. <laughs> well, you got hate recently on the social. Yeah, oh, right. Yes, I so saw. Dumb. What happened, Brynn? So I posted this video about how, um, so a thing that I do with my daughter is I ask her before I give her hugs and kisses. I'm like, hey, Flynn, can I have a hug? Hey, Flynn, can I have a kiss? And that's not to say that we don't ever physically touch without uh, permission. Like, yeah. she'll come up and hug me and stuff. But just if I want to hug her a kiss, I will ask her. And if she says no, I'll say respect. And that's it. And then we yeah. move along our day. And I posted this video about it because Flynn was like, oh, we should teach other people how we do this because she likes it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I posted this video and I said, hey, I don't ever force my child to give me affection and I don't force her to do it with anyone else. Not parents, not grandparents. People are so pissed about this when I tell them. Like I've had reactions in my life where people are like, she's a kid, make her hug her grandma. And I'm like, no. It's her body. Wow. So I did a couple of, I put a couple of clips, which were examples of uh -huh. me asking Flynn for a hug. And it's like two of me being like, hey, can I have a kiss? And she says no. And I say respect. And then in the last one, I'm like, hey, can I have a kiss? And she goes, yeah. And we kiss. And I'm like, hey, I think this is important to give kids agency to understand that uh, no one has control over their body, but them, not even their parents. So if they know that even my mom doesn't make me hug and kiss her, any 
person out there that tries to do it, she will know it's not okay. And that's yeah. a boundary she can set and she can take that into adulthood. Yeah. And I posted it and immediately, I posted it and sort of forgot about it because yeah. I had a bunch of meetings. And I go on and there's like all these comments. There's like, you know, a bunch of likes and all this. And there's just ones that's like all caps, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you go, no, you're stupid. <laughs> no, you, you are, are stupid. stupid. <laughs> um, No, because it had already, because I had forgotten about it, it. There was already a big fight in the chat. Oh, like, wow. like, other people oh. that were fighting. And then this other one is like, you do not need your child's permission to love them. This is such a stupid new age thing. It's so weird. And maybe when they get older. And I was like, if you equate physical touch with love, I don't know, check that out for yourself. Yeah, that means there's a deeper issue <laughs> um, with yourself. And and they're everyone and I'm getting all of these messages yeah. that are like, You're a snowflake and like you're what's wrong with kid like you know it was, was your it parents a bunch of the raised boomers? Your, it is all boomers <laughs> it's all boomers and then wow. they're like you're the reason like your parents raised you poorly and you're gonna raise more bad kids and then that's why the Wait, world no one on wants TikTok? to work no it's on Instagram oh. and I'm getting all of these messages that are just yeah. like, fuck you and, and like you're did fucked you reply? up you your daughter should be taken away from you no uh, are you kidding I'm me? serious people had such like a wow. visceral reaction to me asking my daughter if it was okay if I touched her person. Wow. And I'm just like, and then everyone else is fighting in the comments and they're like, no, this is great. Like, you yeah. should totally do this. And yeah. everyone's like, you're withholding love from your daughter. And I was like, never at any point did I say that my daughter has to ask me for permission for hugs. <laughs> so she can, she, believe me, she's very comfortable touching me. Yeah. Like, she'll run up, she'll jump on me. But like, if I want to kiss her, I want a hug from her and she's sitting there, I will ask her if it's okay. Yeah. Because it's her fucking body. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell her like and i will tell my mom and like other like her other set of grandparents like i will not say hug your grandma like i will yeah. not force her to do that my mom never did that we just did it yeah, yeah. well and that's and nice. if we didn't want to we didn't want to that's exactly the yeah. thing i'm like honestly like I know that a lot of people are blind to the fact that um, people take advantage of children. Yeah. Uh, but it that's, that's how it's true. I mean, like, I have to tell you that's how it starts. Like, yeah. blindly telling your kids that adults are right, blindly telling your kids that yeah. they have to listen to all adults, telling your kids, oh, if your uncle wants you to sit on his lap, go sit on his lap. If, you're, if your grandma wants a kiss, go give him a kiss. So then they think physical affection and all of that stuff is something that they are... Um, having to do they think that it is incumbent on them Mm -hmm. to give their body to make other people happy yeah that's how it starts yeah now how do we how does this apply to a marriage (laughs) 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 or you're dating Uh, no it does it does a hundred percent how would you feel if your your partner was like i am you have to ask permission if you want to kiss or hug me yeah oh if your part if you do that with your partner i would love that would you? I would. would. You? Would you? You're, no, you're the only one in the absolutely relationship not. Here? No. no. You if you and Caesar had hug. that, uh, he said, "No, no, Caesar salad tossing tonight." What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> Ask permission. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, there's no. I mean, because there's a little bit of like, I think the beauty of like the surprise and like yeah, yeah yes. and, I, and the romance yes. of that, and I think that can take it away when you have to ask for permission. Well, and is I, it the same as asking a kid then? Yeah, but I mean, sure, but I think for the betterment of the child, I mean, there's so much yeah. more at risk than with the child. Yeah. It, yeah. Like once you are an adult and you understand your boundaries, like I would think that if you went up and kissed Caesar and he was not okay with it, he would say, hey, Yeah, I didn't like that. Absolutely. But as a child, and then you, you'd be like, We're done. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> forever. <laughs> But as a child, they don't know. They're learning. They don't know. And then yeah. you're teaching them their boundaries and stuff, and they're not yet comfortable. So if you're telling them that they have to do something, like yeah. you would never walk up to Caesar and if he's like, hey, I don't feel like it, you'd be like, you have to do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like, or, like, or you wouldn't take him to meet your family and go, go kiss my mother. Kiss my mother. <laughs> go kiss my mother. <laughs> Sit on my uncle's lap. Lap. That's Everybody does <laughs> But also, it's like, I'm not telling you that you're a bad person if you kiss your kid. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, this is, is a pra- 
No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> this is a practice that I yeah. use Oops. with my daughter because a, uh, like and it works. Boys you and, like it, boys yeah. and girls, but especially women. We are taught that our yeah. bodies are a commodity. Yeah. And as a young girl, if you were taught that like you have to give your body to someone, you have to allow them to kiss yeah. you, you have to allow them to touch you, you have to kiss and touch them to make them happy. If it even if it doesn't make you happy. No, that I'm not teaching true. my daughter that. Yeah. And, and my so... mom never touched me as a kid. She had a glove on a stick. Love and that was it. One of those um, <laughs> cat ones where yeah. it's like a broom. Yep. Yep. Just, yep. We exactly. got that once a month. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it. that was it. Wow. That's my dream, actually. That explains a lot about me. No, yeah, I really get it now. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I would love it if my partner asked before they initiated any sort Any of kind of physical contact. I would love it. Yeah. I think it's different for gay men. Yeah. Yeah, or just maybe uh, psychologically speaking, yeah. I'm <laughs> or Do maybe you, just different for men. Yeah, I'm it, also it, a Capricorn. Exactly. So. I am too. So is he. Yeah, you both no. are. You don't like the rigidity of like. But isn't Capricorns very rigid to begin with? Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to talk about our moons. And stuff. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a feel good story for Pride? I yes. do. Yes. I ran across this article on Out Magazine, and it really—I don't know why it sat with me after I had read it, and I was just like, I want to talk about this on the show. So it came out, and it's an article. Um, if you go to Out Magazine online, you can find the article, and it says the woman who cared for hundreds of abandoned gay men dying of AIDS. Mm. Um, so this woman. Ruth Coker Burks, um, back in 1984 when the pandemic started, she um, was in a hot was in the hospital, in, I think in Little Rock, University of Little Rock, where she um, was there with her mom or something, and she noticed that there was a hospital room that the nurses were not wanting to go in, and they were drawing stars um, straws to go in the room. Oh, my god! And mind you, Ruth was, at the time, she was in Dodge. She had a daughter and all that. Um, and she was like, why? Like, what's going on? And the door was flagged, like a red door. Don't go in there. Um, and these nurses were, like, doing two out of three. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go in there. So she walked by the room and noticed there was just a young, young man in there by himself. And that was it. So she walked in and started talking to him and he was dying of AIDS. Um, and she felt so bad that nobody wanted to be near him on his last days. And he was very frail. I think he, she said at one point he was like 90 pounds. or so, so he was very frail. So she proceeded to stay there for the next 13 hours straight and sat with him. And she even tried calling his mom saying, hey, your son is in the hospital and he's dying. And of course the mother didn't want anything to do with the son. The son was dead to her and all of that because of the religious background. And mind you, this was in 84 when the pandemic really hit and nobody had any education, any information about the AIDS epidemic that was happening. So she ended up going back back home and through word of mouth, people started contacting her. People that didn't have family that were needed care for HIV when they were dying of AIDS, or people who had friends and they had nowhere to go. And she was taking these men in and being their hospice, pretty wow. much, and being the one that stayed with them till they passed over the years. And she was the one who buried them. So she was she inherited a graveyard from her mom. And in that graveyard, she she paid out of her pocket a lot of the time to have the, the bodies cremated. And then she would put them, like bury them. And her and one of her friends would do like a makeshift ceremony. And they she kept a ledger too. This is you guys gotta read this article. It's so fascinating. She had a ledger that she kept in the attic and it was called her book of death. Mm-hmm. And she kept a record of everybody that she had to bury that had no family so that she was she's literally the only she was the only person who knew where these these men were buried wow. and she did this for for many many years um and took care of, of many many dying hiv patients and all that but as time went on and drugs became available her role was unnecessary. So yeah. she, and, and it, the article goes on to say how like back in the early days, they didn't know a lot about the pandemic. And she said all of all of the men that she helped pass and took care of them, drove them to their appointments, got their medication. She even kind of had an underground pharmacy for AZT back in the day because when their, her, yeah. 
her friends out did pass away, she would keep the drugs and give it to whoever needed it. Yeah. Um, And also she said, she gave, in the article, she said, the drag queens are the ones who raise the money. Drag, they would put drag shows on every Sunday to raise money for her, for taking, for what she was doing, um, taking care of the men in it. So she, in the article, she, she was like, none of this could have happened without the drag queens. Oh my God. If it, if it hadn't been for the drag queens, I don't know what we would have done because they raised most of the money wow. that helped her do it. So oh yeah, it's just a fascinating article on how she ended up devoting her whole life to um, HIV research and, and she even served um, with Bill Clinton, like in a part of his cabinet, as the HIV advisor oh my God. during that wow. time. Yeah. So she, if you guys get a chance, go to out.com, um, and there you'll see the full article of Ruth Cook Burks. She's it was it it really like just I thought about it for like the next day. Like you guys got to read it. It's a really cool article. But it's just like yeah. a good person who yeah. like does one good thing and then keeps it going. And yeah, just like- but it also made me remember. That like, because I grew up at, I was like in junior high almost around mm-hmm. that time and in high school in the AIDS, and it reminded me of like, oh shit, I remember kind of the tail end of when it was really bad. Really yeah. Bad. And I think it's like, you got to remember the people who passed and how to fight that fight and where we are today with that HIV vaccine going into human trials and all of that's happening. Yeah. And it's just so much, it's just, I just feel bad for like, the people who passed because they, their families. Yeah. And a, a lot of it was fear too at the time. Nobody knew what was going yeah. on, but good for her. You yeah. know what I mean? And fuck her. you, Nancy Reagan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ruth Cooker Burks was her name. So yeah. yeah, it was a really good article if you guys get a chance to look it up and read it. Um, should we do, what are we doing? What did we say we were going to end it with? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't remember. The click. What are you guys obsessed <laughs> with? I have mine, so I don't know. Do you guys know what you're gonna? What's your click of the I week? Don't. For anybody who doesn't know, click of the week is something we pick. Whether it's music, anything we're obsessed with, and we want you all to go and be obsessed with it too. I mine know. is a TV series that I got turned on to by my sister. That's on Prime called Night Sky, okay. and it has the cast is. One amazing Sissy Spacek, J.K. Simmons, both of them play the leads. Um, it's so such a good series. It started off like I was like, I have no idea where this is going, but it's a little sci-fi, a little thriller, and really good acting. <laughs> nice. And it's short. It was only eight episodes for oh, the okay. first season. Um, but I gotta say, Sissy Spacek. If you guys don't know who she is, she won her first Oscar for. Coal Miner's Daughter, which I love. It's a biopic so about Loretta good. Lynn. Oh <laughs> I love that God. film. Um, and she was in Carrie. That was her first film she ever did was mm-hmm. Carrie. Um, but she's such a good actress. Even being however old she is now, she's so good in this. Yeah. But go watch it. Night Sky is my pick. You can get watch it on Prime. Amazon Prime. Do you have one, Eric? I don't. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I have one. What? Okay. Um, it's the ASMR that I listen to to go to sleep. What is it? Her name's Chels, C-H-E-L-S-A-S-M-R, Chels ASMR. Yeah. She's on TikTok, and she also has a YouTube channel, and she uh, is the best ASMR-er. Why? And, um, she has, like, all, she does, like, little bits and stuff, and she has, like, for head scratches and things. God, if you're into ASMR, you'll get this. She has, like, <laughs> um, a little uh, head. <laughs> <laughs> like a, not like human head. Yeah. Uh, like Can you imagine be- if it was like a, a little human, human head? Human head. Like, just- remember when you go into um, Disneyland and you did the Jungle yes. Cruise and they showed the, like, they're going to shrink your head? Yes. Scare me as a Actually, yeah. I could do like, um, like a goth ASMR. I might do that. Like ASMR from hell, and it would be a real human head. Like, just, <laughs> just do it. Just scratch oh, it scratch, with your scratch. long Barbie Spider nails. Scroll. Um, no, she's really sweet, and she like yeah. gives shout outs to you when you're watching it and stuff. And she's like very creative. Chelsea ASMR, I love nice. Her. She helps me fall asleep like Does most she? nights. Nice, nice. Yeah, I guess I do kind of have one. What? Um, so I don't know if it's technically a click, but uh, I did finish uh, Hacks 
this week. Oh, you've been talking about hacks season ever two since season two was came out. So good. I haven't watched it yet. And I would say season one was a lot more shocking. I felt like there were moments that were yeah. more sh- really, really shocking about it. But season two, um, the relationships are just so complicated. Really? And they're re- it's really, the complicated relationships are great. I mean, it's Gene Smart. I, know. I mean, if you guys haven't watched season one, season one was so good. We talked about it on the show. It was so good. Also, if you've never seen Designing Women, <laughs> go watch it. Watch Designing Women with yeah. Dixie Carter, oh, Dixie Delta Carter. Berg. Yeah. Delta Berg is the I best. Know. She's married to Major Dad. Is she? Yeah. Do you remember that show, Major Dad? Anybody? Not at all. Okay. All right. (laughs) You guys, that's our show this week. We did it. Yes, we made it through an hour. Eric, how do people find you? You can find me on Instagram at DaddyBearEric. Yes. And Bryn? Uh, You can find me on Instagram at a real Bryn Mac. A real Bryn Mac. A real. A real. <laughs> you can follow me at Sony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni on Instagram. The show is Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and wait, I always mess this up. If Facebook and Twitter, it's Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. Yes. You can email us at the gang at Who Invited Her Nets. We love hearing from you. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure you leave a comment and all of that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that is it for us. Next week, oh, next Special week's going to be fun. We have yes. some returning guests next week. We're getting all three of them together. So yes. some of my favorite podcast guests, Jasmine and Quinn, oh. who are part of the House of Glam here in San Diego. If you guys don't remember who they are, they are um, they're, in a, they're a couple. And um, Jazz is a cis straight woman, and she's married to a gay man, and she's dating another gay man. Yeah. But we're getting the husband on, too. Yeah. Jax, who yeah. she's Ooh. legally married. Yeah. So we're getting the whole family's coming and co-hosting because he's out of here. I, yeah, I won't. I will be in Mexico City for Pride. So oh, I'm I can't excited. wait for the rundown of all the facilities. But I'm going to listen to that episode because I can't wait to hear it. I know. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I have so many good little things planned for them. Yes. But you guys, that is it. We will see everybody next week. Bye!